thanks for tuning in to Black Goat Media. Today we're interviewing Chelsea Cahoon, founder of Music is the Drug. She is also a promotional model, singer-songwriter with uh, over 12,000 followers on Instagram. Hello, Chelsea. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? That's good. Thanks. Uh, good, thanks. Uh, so if you can let our audience know more about your company, Music is the Drug, uh, and how you got started. Yeah, so um, I started my company, Music is the Drug, back in 2018, March of 2018. And I started it because I have such a passion for music, and I wanted to put that passion into a company that others could also relate to. Um, I'm actually known as the sober raver in the music community. So I've actually been drug and alcohol-free my entire life. Um, And yeah, my entire life never had anything. I've taken like a few sips of alcohol just to taste it in my life, but I spit it out. I just didn't ever think that I needed that. And I get high on life. And music is really what gets me high on life. Um, I go to so many music festivals and I just wanted to show my passion for music and a company. So I created Music is the Drug. And it's a company that shows people that whether you use substances or not, music is the ultimate drug that unites all of us, whether you drink or not. Um, so it's a non-judgmental company. So it's inclusive of everyone. You know, it doesn't judge people that um, that use substances or not. But it also tries to show people that, you know, music is the reason we come to these events. And that should be, like, why you do that. Like, you shouldn't go to events just to, you know, use substances. That's not the yeah. point, you know? So that's kind of, like, the main mission. And it's also to, you know, help people that may be struggling with substances because people are like, oh, well, music's the drug, you know? Maybe I'll stop doing that. And I've had so many people message me saying that they've stopped drinking or using substances because of the brand. So it does have a positive effect on the music community, and that's all I could ever ask for. That's awesome. Yeah. Some people are shy as well. So I feel like um, they use the substances as a mechanism to let go of like kind of because they're scared of what people are thinking if you're like right dan- you know dancing in public it's not a very easy thing but uh, it's really good that you promote confidence that's awesome did uh covet affect the scene at all um like i'm sure it has uh i'm <laughs> sure because i'm not into the um so first i'm gonna actually say something about your last comment with like people that are shy i actually have like anxiety really bad and I've always had anxiety my whole life. Um, so like a lot of times when I would go to parties and stuff, I would be shy, but it's something that you just overcome over time. And you have to find that inner confidence. I'm a person that tries to inspire other people to find that inner confidence and just know that you're amazing no matter what. Um, and that there's like things you can also do to help with that, like prayer, meditation, deep breathing. So there's other things that you can do that helps with like being in social settings. Also surrounding yourself with good people that are going to be there for you and uplift you. Um, That's really important. People that aren't going to force you to do things. Um, As far as COVID, yes, it's pretty much, um, I don't want to say destroyed the music industry right now, but it's kind of on a pause. Um, I actually have been to some festivals this year. I went to Okeechobee Music Festival in Florida back in March, and it was the last festival before COVID really started. Um, And I'm really glad that I had an opportunity to be a part of that. I also went to a few smaller ones and my ex-boyfriend throws events. Um, A lot of people aren't really doing things right now. In Virginia, there's like a curfew right now past, I think it's like past 10 o'clock, you can't serve alcohol. So there's not really a whole lot going on. Um, I did go to a festival in Myrtle Beach. It was a socially distanced festival. It's called Revive Wellness Retreat. And it was really nice because everybody was socially distanced. We all had masks on. So it's a, it's a cool thing that they can still have that. I also went to a drive-in rave this past weekend. 
um, in Charlotte. And it was also socially distanced. You had to stay at your vehicle. So they're, they're having ways to like still incorporate music. I mean, it was DJs, live DJs, but we're all just spread apart. But it's definitely affected. I mean, I went to 12 music festivals last year. So definitely a big change for me this year. But So, so have they like limited the uh, amounts of people that can go and raise the price? Or like, you know, they have to compensate. Yeah, yeah there's usually a, a, a capacity at these venues and whatnot. Um, like I said, um, okay. I think it has... Um, I don't know. It was like maybe max 200, but I know that it's not that much now. That was like at the very beginning. Now I have no idea. I think it's like maybe 50 max, maybe less. I don't know. The governor continues to change things here in Virginia, um, but every state's different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all definitely miss the music, but safety is most important. Yeah. You know, I wear my mask everywhere and People can argue that it's not going to help or not, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Yeah, you know, yeah, better be safe than sorry. Especially having older you know i have grandparents and i, I want to make sure that they're okay so yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah can you tell me more about um you as a songwriter that's like um something i'm not as uh i don't put as much out there so i've been singing like on my own my whole life i've always loved to sing i took piano lessons for eight years as a child so music and singing and all that has always just been home to me. Um, and I was singing on my Snapchat last year. My friend was like, you have a really good voice. You should actually record something. And I was like, well, I've been writing music for the last, like, I don't even know, maybe like eight years, just writing music. And I decided to go in the studio last year and record my first song. It hasn't been released yet, but I did record another song in June and it did, it, it did get released, uh, in October. It's called butterflies. Um, it's released with this duo called Davis King and I also have another single coming out on January 1st called Unbreakable. Um, and it's actually about my toxic relationship that I was a part of and how we are unbreakable and nothing can break us. So Awesome. Yeah. It's always about something personal and, you know, yeah. what makes it beautiful, right? Because you can relate. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's subjective. I mean, the song Unbreakable can be about anything, whether you are stronger than drugs, stronger than anxiety, stronger than whatever. So it's, you know, up for interpretation as well. People know my life. I'm, I'm pretty open and honest about my life because I want people to know that everybody struggles and my life might look this way, but I actually struggle too. And I want people to be able to relate with that, you know? What do you love the most and hate the most uh, about being an influencer, like a public person? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, what I love the most is kind of what I just said, being able to show the real me, because there's a lot of influencers out there that paint this picture that's just not real. Um, I mean, there's, there's so many influencers out there that just paint this perfect life image. And I just try to be somebody that shows the real raw sides of me. I mean, there's obviously some things that I don't show the public, but I like to show that, you know, sobriety is beautiful. I like to be um, a positive role model for people with um, that want to become sober or that may be curious about it. Um, just being able to express my truths and have other people relate to me. Like I said, I struggle with anxiety really bad as well. And I, I love that I'm able to relate with people with that, you know, toxic relationships and whatnot. I talk a lot about that, honestly, because I've been through a lot of that. And I love to show people that we're strong. All of us are stronger than the people that bring us down and that we, um, that self-love is so important. And that's what matters the most. I'm a huge mental health advocate. So I try to speak on that a lot. So just being able to use my platform for good, that's what matters most to me. Um, and the parts that are, you know, kind of not always the best is obviously you're going to have haters. Um, there's always going to be somebody that wants to judge you. I can say that I, I don't like that, but at the same time, that helps me grow. 
Um, because the people that, you know, challenge you, you're like, okay, thank you for that. I'm going to keep going now. Um, but you know, and there's just like sometimes inappropriate people on there, but you know, I think that really what's important is just not even letting that stuff get to you and just continuing to thrive, just continuing to push past all that. And I guess the other thing I would say is that just making sure that you balance your life, like make sure you don't stay on social media nonstop. That's something that I'm guilty of and I have to take breaks at times. So I think for me, the main thing is just keeping uh, present at times and not letting it consume you. Um, So do you have any tips for anyone who's uh, starting out? you know, starting the journey as an influencer and just doesn't know where to start or doesn't have the confidence? Yeah. So first off, my first and like most important piece of advice is stay true to yourself all times. I don't like the fake it till you make it thing. I don't, I I don't think that's a good thing to, I think that being your true authentic self is the most important part of anybody's journey. And that's why so many people do like my page is because I show the real sides of me. I don't just show the Photoshop version of me at photo shoots and stuff. I show who I really am as well. And uh, I think that being authentic is a hundred percent number one. Um, also make sure that you're passionate about what you're doing because passion takes you the farthest. Um, you know, there's some days where I struggle to like, remember uh, why I started doing this. And I'm like, wait a second, that's my passion. Music's my passion. Wanting to help others is my passion. You have to constantly like remind yourself why you're doing it and what you're doing it for. Um, so just keeping grounded. Um, I recommend also like, you know, sometimes I'll, um, look up positive quotes or I know that a lot of people listen to positive podcasts. I need to start doing that. I'm really ADD. So I don't really do it a lot, <laughs> which is another thing though. I want to start my own podcast. So that's something that, cause I love to speak. Awesome. I, I would rather, I'd rather speak than like, uh, write something, even though I do love writing as well. But, um, so that as well, like, you know, uh, surrounding yourself with good, positive, uplifting people. I have like a solid group of girls that just constantly boost me up on here on Instagram. And it's really helping me a lot just because you need that. You need that community. You can't, you can't do it all on your own. We can't do it all all on our own. It's just not, it's not healthy and it's not possible. I mean, we, we're badass on our own, but like, we do need a little help here and there. Um, and just never give up, believe in yourself, know that you can do anything you set your mind to and, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Like I just said, it's okay to have help. It's necessary. I do run my brand completely on my own and it's hard as heck, but you know, one day I'm going to incorporate somebody else into it that will be able to help me thrive. But I think that I've done decent for what I've, you know, been through this year alone. I was supposed to start vending at events this year, but I just, you know, made the most of what I, uh, am still doing with the brand. Um, but yeah, so I'd say stay authentic, passion, so important. Like if you don't have that, you're not going to want to do anything. You're not going to have the motivation to want to do it. And that's what drives passion is motivation. So just believe in yourself. Life is short, follow your dreams, because if you don't, they're just going to fly by you and you're going to get at the end of your life and be like, I could have done that. And I didn't. And, um, so you mentioned quotes before and, uh, with our interviews, uh, our last question is always, uh, what's your favorite quote that you live by? Because, you know, sometimes you're in a slump and uh, sometimes the quote is, you know, it's a quick and uh, relatable way to jump through, you know, some hard times. So what's your favorite? Yeah. So mine might not be applicable to everybody because I'm a Christian. Yeah, that's for fine. Me, my, yeah. For me, mine is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So my faith is what is most important in my life. And I owe everything to God personally. Um, so even if it's not God, even if it's not Christ, 
I think that everyone should have something they believe in that helps them get through life, whether it be just good energy, good vibes, the universe. I think that it's really good to be rooted in some kind of um, spirituality and know that like you're never alone and that there's always something guiding you. Well, Chelsea, thank you for your time. Please find Chelsea's social media and company pages in the links below. Yeah. And so that's it. Thanks, Chelsea. It was really thank good. Thank you.